Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. Alright, it's Razzle Dazzle time! I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's a sound guy, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> My timing is not very good. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about, or we're continuing our little mini-series. That's what we're doing. Yes. About the consoles that made us, and... Thank you for this idea, Patrick. This oh, was, yeah, it's this been a fun. great idea. So, so far, we've done the Nintendo GameCube. Yes. Oh, there the it is. The PlayStation 2. And t- surprisingly, the PlayStation 2. And now, today, for me, we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Wii U. Surprisingly, the Nintendo Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty surprising. Look, um, so sin- since because. Since because. Um, the series is the consoles that made us. The reason why I chose the Wii U is because without the Wii U, I wouldn't be as into gaming in general. Like, I would have picked the GameCube, but you did it, so I'm like, okay, that's oh, fine. Okay. Uh, that's great. So, I technically, I, I two in one. <laughs> Double GameCube um, episode? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's either that or it would have been the DS Lights, but I don't have that much to say about the DS Lite even though it's great it's a great system the DS is one of those consoles <laughs> that like it was amazing and like there's like very, but there's also very little to say about it because it's just because yeah. you, you just know. always had it yeah and then you just always play games on it <laughs> so it's, like there's no there's no it's amazing it wasn't like a social experience except yeah. except if you had like a DS crowd like, uh, if you had other people with DSs and you could do the shared play. Right. Other than that, there was no, like, experiences to be had on the DS. I, I think it's just, like, we're desaturized to it? Desensitized. Sorry. Yeah, maybe. It, it, I think it's just always having it around makes you forget about it. Because mm-hmm. I, I brought my DS everywhere. And um, yeah. Yeah, me too. And the only, like, big thing, it's not even about the DS Lite anyways, like, my new 3DS XL, that's, like, my first, like, big boy my first console that I bought with my own money, and that's all I have to say about it. It's because of Xenoblade. Um, but yeah, the Wii U for me, it's a big deal, even though a lot of people hate it. So let's get the negativity out of the way first. Oh, so sure. Patrick, you can start. Um, <laughs> where are the games, Nintendo? What do you mean? Where are the games? There's some good games. I'm not going to say there aren't. But comparatively to mm-hmm. every other console, for the amount of time that the Wii U existed, mm-hmm. there should have been so many more games. But then in reality, it just wasn't the console that sold too well, so there mm-hmm. wasn't that big of a focus for it on Nintendo. Plus, the 3DS was still taking off at the time. It was. Um, it it yeah. just made it, like... Everything went to the 3DS, too. Like, a tons of games that we wanted to play on the Wii U ended up not going on the Wii U. That's true. Um, it, and then, like, a lot of the games that f- would have made the Wii U great ended up getting saved for the Switch. Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild, I'm pretty sure, was originally going to be a Wii U thing. Still was. Uh, yes, yeah, so it still it released. But it didn't run well on the Wii U at all. Um, right. Because I, I played Breath of the I still kind of do play Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. And it's just it just doesn't run well comparatively mm-hmm. to the Switch. Um I just think that, I don't know, like Nintendo didn't put the same work into it, the same love into it as every other console. Mm-hmm. They're also going through, they were also going through like executive stuff, I know, because uh, uh, Iwata died pr- around that time. He, not uh, well, uh, after the Wii U released. He, yeah. That's when he started getting sick and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of 
stuff with Iwata, Iwata going on. I would imagine Nintendo's focus then became less about making the Wii U big and more transition power type things. Maybe they still mm. have the capability to do both. I don't know how Nintendo works. Right. But it just it didn't feel like the love for the Wii U was there the same way we saw for the GameCube, for the Wii, even the Switch after. Right. It's just this neglected middle child. Yeah, I can see why, but like... To defend it, right? To defend the Wii, the Wii U, um, I think what really killed it was the name. Was the namesake. It's called the Wii U, so a lot of people thought, oh, it's just like the Wii. Why should we bother getting a Wii U if we have a Wii? Because we can still play the same games and stuff like that, but you know, it's just, that's like a, that's like a weak marketing. Could you play Wii U thing. games on the Wii? No, I'm saying, like, you can still play Wii games regardless, so why oh, get a yeah, Wii U, yeah. you know? Um, you can play Wii games on the Wii U. It's backwards compatible, at least up up to that. Um, one of the best features for me is the virtual console uh, for the Wii U. You get the virtual to play... console, I think, was the big redeeming factor. For yeah, it. right? Like, for me, okay. <sighs> Thanks to the virtual console... I have a giant library of games that are open to me for me to explore. That you otherwise wouldn't have had. Exactly. Unless so. you emulated. Listen, man. <laughs> you with the emulation. <laughs> which I'm sure a lot of people did in the Wii U era because uh, nobody had a Wii U. Yeah. But for uh, the games, I think they had like a good amount of like really solid titles but it didn't carry through for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, for for original, I think one of the launch titles was uh, 3D World, Super Mario 3D World. An amazing game. Beautiful, fun game. Super great game. Super an amazing, fun Mario uh, 3D Mario game. And, like, that was the launch title. And, and a lot of people didn't get to play it like you. Well... It was the launch title, but it also wasn't like the promoted launch title. The promoted right. launch title was the Star Fox game. That's was the, it? That I, that's the one I saw all the ads for. When I thought I was, it was a new Super Mario Brothers. Oh, also the new Smash Bros. That was also a big Smash Four. Smash Four was a big ad for, which also ended up being the worst Smash. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. That that's just I think uh, like nobody will contest to that, right? Because it's. It's, I won't say it's the worst Smash. I, I think it's the worst Smash. I think it's a pretty run-of-the-mill Smash. Like it's just C plus. It doesn't it. It doesn't have the competitive or the competitiveness <clears throat> of it sucks compared to all the other ones, and it doesn't have any side content comparatively to the other ones. Side content like Ultimate uh, Smash Ultimate, you have a. Uh, uh, World of Light. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You have the like solo classic levels. Uh-huh. Um. In a brawl, you have subspace, the subspace emissary, <laughs> which is hard to follow up. Really, yeah, yeah, realistically, really, yeah. You have all stars <laughs> mode, event mode, right. a b- ton of different like solo modes you can play or like co op modes. Um, but they had Smash Tour. But, but, but you had Smash Tour, where Yay. you could play a board game to play Smash Bros. Yeah. Nobody even knew how to play Smash Tour. That's fair. I, I I tried learning Smash Tour. It just didn't make sense, and mm-hmm. then it was also just like not fun. Mm-hmm. Like they they managed to make a game that wasn't fun, mm-hmm. and <laughs> like had had no that just wasn't appealing whatsoever. It made Smash less fun. How do you make Smash less fun? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I mean, with Smash Four, we got a lot of cool uh, things happening, like third-party uh, characters into DLC Smash. DLC, yeah. When Cloud got into Smash, that's when that's when I started like paying attention to Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was crazy. Well, they did exactly what they wanted to do to you then. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, um, Joe, do you have anything to say about the Wii U? The numbers don't lie, and the numbers are pretty damning against the Wii U and how it was kind of doomed to fail because <clears> of <throat> its overwhelming price which and lack of features that justify that price, primarily being lack of games, uh, but also the lack of um, other forms of media. I remember in that generation, that time uh, period, for better or for worse, much of the gaming sphere was dominated by watching TV. Remember the Xbox conference where he says watching TV more than he says games, and that hurt. However, <laughs> it was a valuable part, Be- and uh, consumers would see that a Wii U costs the same as a 3DS and a Wii, mm-hmm. so why would they buy the Wii U? Mm-hmm. And you can still watch Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon, and Crunchyroll on the Wii U. Now? Well, at the time, not, those, the services got canceled. I'm definitely pretty, not on release. Not on release. I'm pretty but sure. But eventually, yeah, yeah. Still, eventually, it's too long. But you, the, the time that you want people to buy your console the most is on release, because mm-hmm. uh, if the release numbers are low, that's going to convince a lot of people not to buy right. it. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it. It's what it's meant to be, right? Because I, I don't know if this is like like conspiracy or actual but the Wii U is just like the the stepping stone to the Switch. Oh, that's not conspiracy. Yeah. That's 100% true. So like 100%. <laughs> I I really think this was just a Switch release too early or like a Switch concept uh, the Switch concept was fully formed and so is the prototype. Yeah. And it just it felt that way the whole way through mm-hmm. in in terms of games. Games didn't really use the big appeal of the Wii U. There were like three games that used actually used the tablet, mm-hmm. like the gamepad. Yeah, because the whole idea was that the gamepad was supposed to be like a secondary display yeah. as well as a controller. So uh, the, I think w- the only game that I played that used this system at all, let alone well, it did not, uh, was the Star- new Star Fox game. I only played the mm-hmm. demo, um, and it sucked. Like, like it, it wasn't any more fun than playing a regular Star Fox game. It was actually kind of lamer than a Star Fox game, at least for the demo. I didn't play the full game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I wasn't convinced after. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, like, the, the, the way the controller worked with the TV and the displays just wasn't, like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd rather just have a single display. Yeah, I get that. I respect the attempt at innovation. Mm-hmm. However, it oh, fell always. flat. Always. It felt flat. Which also allowed uh, Nintendo to see, hey, this didn't work. This is what's wrong with it, and came out with the Switch, which is much superior. Yeah. Okay. Financially and quality-wise. Yes, definitely. Um, that book I got about a year ago, uh, uh, Iwata asks, has a whole chapter dedicated to Iwata and the Wii U and that whole process. So. One thing I love love about Iwata is when he saw that the Wii U wasn't selling well, he didn't do what a lot of other companies would have done and just laid off workers. No, he and his executive team cut their own pay 
to make sure everybody else still gets paid normally. Not barely any other company uh, executive would ever dream of losing money for other people. Yeah. Especially for a console failure or like a big boy failure. Like, I don't think, um, what's it, Mark Spencer of Xbox? Uh, he, w- I don't think he would do that if like an Xbox uh, underperformed. Well, that was the big thing with Nintendo, and and it's like it golden age, mm-hmm. or I don't know if that's the actual term for it, but <laughs> in that like sort of golden age period, they cared the most about people, the people who yeah. played their games, the people who uh, bought their games, the people who made their games. They cared about the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but it, we lost that. Uh, I think uh, we lost we that during the Wii U period. We did. And um, I just got to point out that Iwata is an amazing person for doing that. And it's a it's a risky financial thing for a company, but it's for for the long run, it, it paid off. And um, since this was a prototype for the Switch, even on like his hospital bed, like two years before the Switch released... Iwata was working on the Switch with Miyamoto and other people and, you know, for the development team, was working hands-on in developing what the Switch is now on his hospital bed right before he passed away. The Wii U is like the, the dark age of Nintendo. In in a way, yes. And and the Wii U and the Switch, is it's like the final, like, big push Iwata gave for Nintendo and gave for the fans, ultimately... Um, that rose them out of the dark age. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes, Joe, the, the Wii U, or yes, Joe and Patrick, the Wii U, uh, uh, technically inferior to <laughs> the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, but the Wii U uh, walked and got crippled so the Switch can <laughs> run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, for, for games, I think there was a good solid, like, couple of handfuls of There were some titles. good ones. All right, so there's Mario Kart 8, Breath of the Wild, and I know it's not as good as the Switch version, but Mario Breath of Kart the Wild 8 still wasn't out. finished, though. That was my one no, complaint about it. No, because there was DLC. Yeah, well, it's the DLC, but then also, like, the like the, the deluxe version is what finished everything. Battle yes. mode originally for the Wii U version, if you remember, was just the normal racetracks and one team would go one way while the other... Or some people would drive one way on a track while mm-hmm. the other people drove the other way. Right. It was it was, it was was not fun to play battle mode in that Mario Kart 8. Fair. Uh, there was Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. That game was great. Yeah. Uh, Pikmin 3, amazing, even I'd... though it's weird not playing as Olimar, but... No, I didn't end up playing it. Oh, it's great. It's great, but it's on the Switch now, so that's that's good. Uh, Sonic Lost World, a lot of people say that Sonic game sucks, but I actually really like it. Hyrule Warriors, the my first technically Zelda game <laughs> that I bought. Technically, my first Zelda game was Four Swords, but it came free on the 25th anniversary of Zelda on the DS, on the 3DS, but, you know, my first buying of Zelda games, so that that's pretty big for me. Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, Pokken. Do you remember right. Pokken? <laughs> that was a mistake. On it, it, that was well timed. Uh, I remember poking. Yeah. yeah. The 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 fighting game, rock paper scissors. The yeah the the Tekken Pokemon thing. 
well, they tried to be. Yeah, it, they tried. It, they they focused too much on the like read triangle of like uh, counter attack grab. Yeah. Um, but it, it like they did it to the point where that's literally all the game was was these like like you have a thirty three percent chance of your move even doing anything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it won't. It was too rock paper scissorsy. Fair. There was Xenoblade Chronicles X, which I loved. Uh, yeah, you talk a lot about it. I do. And the big one for me is Smash 4. So me getting into my story and how this affected me. Dude, you can't forget Cars 3 Drive to Win. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, Super Mario Maker 2, which was which was pretty fun. Oh, also, Super Mario Maker is, is a highlight for sure. The Splatoon series. And Rayman. Oh, Splatoon. Oh, Rayman. First Rayman Splatoon. Legends. Yeah. That was a good one. They're right, they're right, like they were just fun on there. There was nothing. They didn't use the Wii U nah, thing. So fun games to have. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, for for Smash, okay. So it was um, early fall of my freshman sophomore year of high school, and um, n- near my neighborhood, there's this like shopping center called Sunset Place, and there is a game store called Game Exchange there. It's all retro, like they sold old school stuff and, and some new school stuff, but like it was like a cool hangout place and, and whatever. So every time, like I don't know, I would go to this shopping center for whatever, for going to the movies or just walking around, I will always stop by there, and eventually I got to be... Uh, pretty good friends with the people who work there so um uh they started teaching me about you know video game stuff uh trivia history uh like the differences with consoles what and uh, all the games that comes with it and all that stuff so this really kickstarted me and being like you know i'm kind of interested in video games you know i really want to learn more about it so and every time i went there i i did by talking to these people and every Friday or Saturday, I forget, at, at, in the evening, they'll have Smash Bros. tournaments. And uh, I used to have my 3DS at the, at the time, and I had the Smash demo for it. So one day I walked in, f- in, in with the intention of joining the tournament, but I only had the demo version for the 3DS. And the cool feature of, of Smash 4 is that you can play on your 3DS and your Wii U 8-player Smash. That's, like a, that's one of the selling points of it. Um, but it turns out you can't play uh, on the actual game with the demo, so I was like, okay, that sucks, but I but that makes sense. I tell my mom that you know I kind of I really want to participate in this type of stuff, and she's like, okay, well, let's get you the console, and I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, okay, cool. She gets me the console that came with um, uh, Super Mario Super Mario 3D World, and she also bought Smash for me, and I started playing it. I started, like, uh, on my own before the next week came. I started playing it on my own, and uh, already, I'm already into, like, Pokemon and and Zelda and stuff like that, so uh, I get to use whatever characters I want, and naturally since uh, I started with Pikachu, because that's, like, one of the few that the 3DS demo uh, allows you to play with, but also Link was there, so I, I got my options. The next week came, and I brought my own Wii U, to this place that I'm just starting uh, to, to meet other people who have same interests as me. And um, as we play, there are 
people using these other characters like Ness. I don't, didn't know who the heck Ness was or what game they were from or, or Fox or, or freaking Rosalina. I didn't know any of this stuff. So uh, all these other people who have a common interest in video games and Nintendo and, the, and Smash were, you know, explaining to me, like, this is this character from this game and just teaching me stuff. So in a short period of time, I got to learn so much about video games, period history, different kinds, characters, how games are played, the receptions of it that made me or that helped me to snowball into the passion of video games that I have now. Without Smash 4, I wouldn't have been interested in in, in choosing, I don't know, uh, Marth for like a few times and then learning what is Marth from? Fire Emblem. Okay, what is Fire Emblem about? There's multiple times where I see a character and I'm like okay I want to use him and for me to kind of like understand how to play the character better I'll go on Wikipedia and search up what their game series is about and somehow that kind of like made me feel a little bit more connected to each character somehow make me have a kind of round out feel of how to play them I don't know how or why that happened, but like, I don't know, I, I just snowballed. It's just something I was just fascinated about because Wii U or Smash 4 had a lot of characters, especially with uh, the DLC characters coming in. The, the, um, I think they hit about 50. Mm-hmm. About 50? Okay, yeah. With with Street Fighter characters, uh, with Ryu, I was like, okay, who's Ryu? Okay, he's from Street Fighter. Okay, let's see what this is about. This also led me to just buy more games from these people's series from these character series which in turn the wii u had the virtual console that had a lot of these games that i bought and played and i'm like okay i understand and it does help that um after one tournament the guy like paid me for bringing my wii u because like they didn't have theirs or whatever they didn't have setups yeah yeah so like and it was unexpected too they didn't tell me they were gonna pay me it's just like here you go you brought your wii u and, and um, over time, I kept coming every week to play and stuff like that. I got better and better. I, I, I managed to get up to a level where I started um, uh, getting better than most of the people coming in. But I can never beat the same dude that works there who mains Lucario. He was, he was probably on that, like, just higher yeah, level. Yeah, and I just couldn't get there. But I always had fun. And he always teach me, like, new things about the game or, you know, when we have conversations we were just talking about video games. You know, it's, it was like great for me. And uh, I asked like at one point, when can I work here? And he's like, yeah, we want you to work here, but you got to be 18 to work here. And I'm like, uh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so fast forward, so me continually coming here every week um, for a couple of years. And so one summer of 2017, um, I'm in keep. Uh, I'm in Sebring with my f- uh, family uh, for vacation, and I get a call from my mom saying that Game Exchange uh, is shut down, like it's no longer there at Sunset Place. And I'm like, "What? You're kidding? No, it's gone. No freaking way!" So the next time I went to Sunset Place, I was I saw it. I saw just an empty shop, and I'm like, "That's painful." Ouch. I've seen or I've had so many good memories in here. I bought like my 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 
uh, N64 here. I bought like so many of games that I love and you know, all these, the people I met, the and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, it's gone. Are you serious? And um, at that same moment, like one of the workers came up. He was like, oh hey man, how are you? I haven't seen you in a while. And I'm like, hey, what the hell happened? And he's like, well, the the store manager messed up with money and so we had to close down I'm like no kidding now I was like now I was 17 so I was a year away to be able to work here and stuff uh, like that so it was like a real real bummer and I don't know it's it's that whole entire it's, it's the place and the thanks to the Wii U like I wouldn't have learned or gotten into all this stuff and it literally made me who I am. Like, if it wasn't for the Wii U, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, <laughs> Like, fair. the long run. I wouldn't care about video games as much to have a podcast to where a group of friends talk about video games and stuff like that. No, like, this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the Wii U, uh, ironically enough. So, like, I owe the Wii U a lot. And uh, it gets a lot of flack, and I understand why. But it tries. It, it doesn't try. <laughs> At the very least, you get, you get to play Wii games, all the great games you had before. You can, st- you can still play. And the virtual console just helps a lot. Hell, I think um, it was on this console, uh, my love for Shantae uh, started and grew. My love for Zelda, not started, but grew. Um, so... Yeah, I owe a lot to the Wii U. Yeah, I mean, I definitely had a similar sort of like tons of things change because of Wii U games. Really? Uh, specifically Smash 4 as well, because when I first started coming here, uh, my mentality at FGCU was like, oh, I'm going to show up to classes, do my thing, leave. I don't want mm-hmm. none of the college experience, whatever. <laughs> uh, and then one day they were having like a club uh, fair thing, so mm. clubs could like show themselves off or whatever. Uh, and it's the same building that, that it's the student building so I was passing through anyway and I just see this TV setup for Smash Bros I'm like well if I'm going to get involved in anything <laughs> <laughs> so I went over and checked out they're like yeah we got uh, weekly meets on Mondays uh, for like fighting games blah 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 and so that was the thing that ushered me into community in FGCU mm-hmm. and eventually led me to meeting a bunch of fantastic people, which eventually led me to like leading the clubs. Uh, and then none of that would have happened if it wasn't for weekly uh, fighting game things. And even then, I don't think I would have gone to fighting game weeklies if it was like Tekken that they had mm-hmm. on the screen. Right. Specifically because it was Smash <laughs> 4 that I was like, oh, I love that game. Uh, that also is what led me to be really good at Smash because before I was just better than my friends and then now I'm just better than more friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, still not that great. I'll go 0 and 2 in tournament <laughs> any day. Um, but uh, like it, it, I'm nobody. Nobody I know can beat me in Smash unless they're just as good as Smash. Uh-huh. Uh, which obvious, but like uh, rare, rare that I run into someone who's better. I guess, which is a rare experience for me in a lot of games. I think we're on pretty even grounds. No. Yeah. No. We played Smash before. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joe? Here's the thing. My friends had a Wii U, and uh, the the Mario game, I think it was New Super Mario's Brother U, yeah. the one with the gamepad, you are meant to uh, give your friends platforms and help them along. Oh, but you can that's, make walls. <laughs> that's not what we did. We made walls, and 
you whoever was holding the tablet was the supervillain. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I, I did the same thing. Yeah, even more evil than Bowser because he would you would try to ground pound an enemy. Nope. There's a block there that stops it. <laughs> Ceases all your momentum. Oh my gosh, bosses were the worst. Because <laughs> bosses, it's just like, you just gotta jump on their head once they're done doing the spinny thing, but they'll stop in place, right? So the boss will do, it's like uh, Roy, I think, the, the not one of the Koopa kids, but uh-huh. just like the, the dude is a mini boss really often. Um, Bald turtle. Bald turtle. Oh, boom boom. Boom boom. Um, boom boom does the thing where he spins around, spins around, spins around, and he stops in place. And then he starts spinning around again. Yeah. And that stop and place part is the part where you jump on his head. But if somebody has the tablet, <laughs> they just put a block. They they put the platform over his head, and you can't kill him because he's just standing there. <laughs> it was the most irritating thing. Great. <laughs> the strategy would be to piss off whoever's holding the uh, the tablet, so that they would go after them and let the other people move on the level and actually move ahead before. The wrath of God has fallen <laughs> upon Mario and his comrades. One of our buddies had this insane like level run that he did, where he just kept sprinting through the level because the, the p- tablet person was putting down like mm. platforms and stuff to mess us up. So me and one of the other guys playing died. So it was just him. And I don't know. He's not that great at video games or platformers, <laughs> but he just goes insane. And he's like doing insane <laughs> platforming, full sprint, nonstop. And then like that goes all the way. The platform guys like trying to put stuff in his way, but he's. <laughs> like out maneuvering it and he reaches the end goes down the flagpole and we're just popping off we're like yes <laughs> yes dude the tablet's just like sitting there like but I have the power <laughs> uh, see even good memories can be made from a crappy console from a console from using a console incorrectly <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I still use my Wii U I mean, I'm 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 not afraid to use it. I'm not afraid to uh, bring it out. Yeah, I still use it for Breath of the Wild. I just don't want to buy it again for the Switch. Fair, fair. I use it a lot now for like uh, virtual console Wii games. So like Metroid Prime uh, trilogy, and re- or quite recently uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah, I finished that on because it's it's a lot easier than just trying to find an actual copy. Yeah, and it's a lot cheaper. Uh, yeah, kind of a lot cheaper. I know I got the Metroid Prime collection for like twenty bucks. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I think, I think that's all I have to say about the Wii U. I know it's like my episode and all that stuff, but like that's really like the big part about the Wii U that that really hits home for me. And it's also great that you know Iwata, the company of one of the biggest, or the president of one of the biggest companies in the world, is willing to sacrifice his own like pay because of um, you know his own mistakes I guess so and then also this just brings about the, the, the switch which is awesome yeah the yeah. chapter of Nintendo's history of the Wii U and the chapter in gaming history of the U- Wii U is very short but it is very important yes because without that Nintendo wouldn't have would have probably continued in its hubris of making lackluster products mm-hmm. and definitely wouldn't have provided as high quality as uh, as products as they make today mm-hmm. so it's it's a very perfect example of sometimes you gotta you gotta get your head cut off yeah 
and then and then you got to get back up. You got to yeah. make mistakes. Also represents the risks of innovation because everybody oh, yeah. always hails Nintendo like, wow, the innovative company. They're so successful mm-hmm. because of this innovation. Like, not always. Like the sometimes, thing, sometimes they'll have a really yeah. good idea and it'll flop. Not just in terms of innovation for consoles, but if you look into Nintendo's history. There's just plenty of other times they tried something, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they keep doing it anyway because that's their formula. The biggest innovation thing for the Wii U is just the gamepad. Um, without the gamepad, is just a regular Wii, you know, that that can play kind of better looking games. But I, I will say the gamepad really came in handy a lot for me. Because the, like the I didn't... gamepad was nice to have, because like you want to go play video games on the toilet. Yeah, or, right. Or, <laughs> yeah, or like people yeah. are using the TV to watch a movie. Yeah, and you'll just play the Wii, but without <laughs> using the TV. I didn't have a room, so like I had I had like a bunk bed, and my room was underneath my bunk bed in the living room of a one bedroom condo. So I didn't have a room. So like at night times when my parents are on the couch, literally like two feet away from me and my TV. Um, they're like listening or watching a movie and the speakers are loud or whatever. I would just, you know, mute the TV, plug in my headphones to the gamepad and just play, you know. And and also, if it was like a school night and for some reason they're being jerks and um, I would just take my gamepad and just play up in my bunk bed. Yeah, it, that, that was like the big. I think that part was slept on a lot, yeah. but also that it's the thing where that part also wasn't used a lot. Yes, so it it wasn't used to its full potential, especially because there's like a range where you get to uh, take it. You can only take it so far, or you know. Yeah, it's like the same range as the Wii Mote. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, no, the Wii Mote you got to point it at the sensor, whereas the, the, uh, the I Wii mean, U gamepad you don't. But also, if you're too far away with the Wii Mote or like across a wall, right. then the Wii Mote. Yeah, won't that's really true. Work. That's true. So, you ever been hit over the head with a tablet? They no. really hurt. The Wii U tablet? Oh, yeah. It, it's really painful. Is this a Mario Party condition? <laughs> Could be. I, I honestly don't remember what exactly spurred this. <laughs> However, I do remember the sensation. <laughs> and I will forever hold it dear to me. Enough said. Me and my friends were very cruel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Another, another, what's it called? The consoles that made us. Yeah, another addition to the consoles that made us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and also follow us on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Don't forget to subscribe, follow us, or whatever on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating, that'll be lovely. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.